Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan Cias, the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James Cias, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. What <laughs> up, ladies and gentlemen? S-H-I-T. So, so happy, happy it's Thursday. Thursday. Hernan Cias here, host of the Business Bros Podcast, along with my co-host. The insurance bro, James Cias, with Pipeline Insurance, full of energy, full of love, full of positivity for you. Ready to rock and roll. Ready to rock it and roll it. All right, ladies and gents, let's cut to the chase. 365 pairs of shoes by the end of the year. If you got new shoes, you shoes, or you want to donate cash, hit James up 619-840-045 or James at CSFirst.com. We have 100 pairs to reach that goal. Woo-hoo. So if you guys got shoes, you want to hit us up, you want to get James to hop on his motorcycle, ride out, pick them up, throw them on a saddlebag. Maybe you got 37 plus shoes that you want to pick picked up. Either way, hit James up, 619-840-045 or James at csfirst.com. He also does insure. Oh, yeah. Ooh, insurance. Sorry. Insurance. Insurance. Uh, you guys can uh, get your homeowners quoted, your auto, your life, your business, workers comp, whatever it is that you need to whatever do. Whatever you got. Or... Maybe you want to add insurance into your business so that you can That'd increase your bottom idea. line. Maybe have a new reason to talk to clients on a monthly basis, yeah, yeah. regular basis, keep in contact and get uh, basically have another pipeline to increase the revenue in your business. Hit James up 619-84-0045 or James at csfirst.com for all your pipeline insurance needs yeah. and dronequote.net forward slash business bros. That's where you need to go to get all your solar done. It's pretty quick. By the way, they don't actually install your solar. That's not where you're going why you go to them you go to them so that they come out with a drone measure your rooftop they send it out to all the top leading solar companies all the roofing companies so that you sit back and look at the quotes pick the one that works for you getting solar installed so that you can take advantage of this beautiful sunny san diego weather make some money off it just for being here besides you live in san diego your taxes are really high might as well use the sun to get some of that money back drunko.net forward slash business bros Boom! Woo! Easy day. All right, I'm gonna surprise you now. Oh, okay. You got you got questions. We got answers. Yeah, I got questions. We got answers. You got questions. You got answers. Whatever. Tonight, 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 in about 45 minutes or so, we are having our monthly team corporate partner meeting for pipeline for yes, pipeline sir. insurance for PTSD, so, anyways. For PTSD, right? Pipeline right, right, Training right. Servicing Department or Pipeline yep. Team San Diego, uh, whichever you want to, whichever one of those you want to call it. Yep. So, we are what are some few big things away. that you want to talk about? We we're we're going to talk about positioning you. By the way, positioning <laughs> me. What does that mean? Well, I mean, we've been talking about uh, re, you know, setting things up so that we can uh, build systems in place to make sure people come in on a regular basis and have a systematic way of doing things. Right? We've built. We've you've pretty much built a personal lines. Um, system so that when when an agent comes in, we have everything from orientation all the way through training, home and auto, all those different things, so that they're up to speed, so they know what they're doing, so they know how to get out there, right? Right. Um, but 
we're gonna we're we were jimmy and i were here talking before you got here mm-hmm. obviously and we were talking about repositioning james to start doing the same type of thing on the commercial side so we're gonna reposition you a little bit at least that's the pitch that we're gonna make for today's mm-hmm. meeting we'll see how that goes the other thing is implementing a uh, marketing strategy for our agents that come in whether this is going to be the before the orientation part or this is right after the orientation part of our training process it's basically a system where we have some stuff that we want to automate like uh, how to prepare your sales pitch your sales presentation that sort of stuff you can watch videos and, and learn that sort of stuff but then there are other things that we want to make sure our agents do and it's kind of hand-holding right because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. what we've learned uh, we've had I don't know how many agents over 300 agents come through our agency and it's a sales job so what happens with a lot of salespeople you see it in real estate you see it in insurance you see it all over the place when agents come through and they think just because they have a license they're going to automatically get business like the business is going to magically show up to them Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they don't meet their quotas because they don't really know what it takes to be a salesperson they don't have anybody really training them on the sales side goal setting how to move people across from prospect to you know setting the appointment that sort of stuff and so we want to start implementing something along Along those lines so we want to template something that we can do so we want to create a 90 day 90 day action plan that they can have we want to be able to uh, monitor their calendar we want to use pipe drive um, to take all their contacts throw them into a prospect list and then have our administrative team which is you know essentially we're gonna have Corey moving positions here as we, as right, we replace right. him to start to be able to track. In other words, right now your job at at, at uh, the agency is very much reactive as a part as opposed to proactive. You're also spending a lot of time, like we talked about, working in the business, not mm-hmm, working on mm-hmm, the business. Mm-hmm. That's so, why it's reactive and not proactive. Right. That's why it's reactive and not proactive. So we want to put steps in place and put positions in place so that we can have you working more on on the business than working in the business and one of those things is uh and and the problem is we've brought in a number of people and the book is increasing but not at the rate we want it to increase right the results that we're that we're showing are not to the level that we expected them to be so we want to make sure that one of the reasons is well we have a couple agents that are not producing to the level that we want them to produce at so how do you fix that right how do you provide the support that an agent needs so that they can take their business to a new level right and so that's the questions that, that we really want to ask. That's where a 90-day action plan, it's, it's basically the three-month quota that we already have in our contract, but taking it one step further and hand-holding them to get to the next level. So, you know, getting their pipe drive set up. By the way, pipe, pipe drive is a sales tool, right? It's, it's, a, it's, it's bringing uh, all their contacts from their phone numbers. We load them up into prospects, and then we have different categories. So as you talk to this particular person, we'll know when was the last time you talked to them. We'll know whether you converted them into a potential lead. We'll know whether you sent them into appointment. We know whether, you know, we can track the entire sales process. And we'll be able to do that for each one of our agents and have an overview point, overview of what they're doing. So, so the sales manager and our team can see exactly what's going on in their daily in in their day-to-day activity and the whole idea is um you know when you were in school jimmy said this the best way by the way he said when you were in school if you knew your homework or your project was due on tuesday you would probably crunch and get it done but you would get it done yep right and that's the same. I mean, you kind might of, be staying up till two o'clock in the morning Monday night, but yeah, you'd get maybe, it done, right? So the same mentality goes for if we have our sales manager 
looking at least maybe not always watching but looking at what progress they've done to this point if they can see the sales cycle and they can see look you've spent this last week uh you've made what two calls Mm -hmm. well of course this is your result let's you know we're going to be meeting on this day let's make sure that you reach your your call quota you've talked to this many people whatever it is that we're going to do it's a little bit of you know lighting a fire under their butt Mm -hmm. to just help them be accountable for what it is they wanted to do they wanted to get into insurance yeah so if you Supposedly. want to get into the business, let's help you do the things you need to do to be successful in this business. Same thing we do for real estate agents, uh, yep. brokerage, successful brokerages, successful trainers, successful coaches in real estate do exactly that. They help you achieve the goals that you set out for yourself. You may not know you want what you need to do, so we show you how to do that. Then you know what you're supposed to do, but you're not taking the steps to do that. And we're there just to light a fire under your butt to make sure that you're taking the necessary steps to be successful. You, you see that? in every industry you see that in uh in sales you see that in personal fitness you see that in teaching you see that in being a student you see that every single aspect of life that where if you set a goal for yourself you might know where the goal is but if you're not doing the work it's kind of difficult if nobody's there holding you holding your hand to help you be accountable some people find that inner drive it's the best way to do it, right? If you find that inner drive because that's what you want to achieve and you're doing it because that's what's fueling you to get to the next level, that's those people are going to reach the most success. But it doesn't mean that the people that don't have that inner drive can't get it from somebody else. And we want to be able to, we want to make sure that we're doing that. We want to, you know, help control their calendar a little bit, show them when these training events, set their schedules up for, for their particular weekly or biweekly meetings so that we can track what they're doing and help them get more money right help them make more deals help them help them help more people because that's ultimately what this is all about it is this is ultimately what it's all about it's really all about helping others create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow exactly so that's i love it that's mainly what you know if you can you guys can't see this but it's, it's mapped up on our whiteboard over here we were talking about uh the it two different things it really is i didn't even see that when i walked in here well and 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 as you can see the personal line side the personal lines insurance this is your home your auto right your uh mm-hmm. your the small stuff that we have our own little umbrella policies those sorts of things that stuff is pretty mapped out you've done a really good job of you know, we have all the pieces. We might rearrange how the pieces are done, but all the pieces are there. That's a good thing. On the commercial side, well, there's pieces. They're just not as organized as we want them to be. And so that's where, you know, the organizational master is going to have to come in and start to work that process. That would be you, James. So what do you think? What did you have planned for this meeting for in a few minutes that we're going to be having? Well, uh, the only couple of things that were on my agenda was uh, our outsourcing company that we've been using, Staff Boom, mm-hmm. uh, deciding whether or not we're going to continue. They're going to make a pitch to um, you know maintain that relationship. Uh, I know for a fact that we have to keep it around for at least some time while we transition with the new employee that we're going to bring on. But the new employee is going to add a lot of... Uh, capabilities I think Um, you know who knows they might be able to handle everything that um, that staff boom has been handling uh, and then some we'll see Uh, my worry is you know that we load this person full with you know everything that staff boom does uh, and they actually can't keep up yeah that might be that might be but I think we'll I think we'll survive Um, let me ask you this yeah like what do you think what has has your experience with outsourcing 
like what have you learned what have you gained what did you mm. you know is there any is there anything that you would do different is there you know would yeah. you have not done it would you know what tell me your experience with sure. outsourcing yeah so um outsourcing has been a really interesting experience it really has um for one thing that probably the biggest lesson i've learned is handle the phones in-house mm find ways to handle the phones in-house. Now, we haven't handled the phones in-house because we just... Our our support structure is has not been built for that, mm-hmm. which is uh, a glaring hole in our business structure, which is one of the things that we're trying to solve, you know, with uh, the new person coming on board. So uh, having the outsourcing company, um, or at least... If the outsourcing company is that far away for us, it's in the Philippines, uh, answering the phones, that might not be ideal. Now, there is another outsourcing company that I heard of at the last um, convention that I was at where they're actually based right 20 minutes down the way in TJ. Mm. And so uh, the folks that are based out of there are actually native um, English speakers because they either lived or still live here in the U.S., so uh, you know that's a whole different that's a whole different story. If it's that close and the um, well, the demographic is is better. The demographic right? is better, exactly. So, yeah, I, I understand that. Yep. So that's one of the things that I've definitely learned. Um, there's been a lot of really good things that have come from from having this company on board. Um, some of the things that I've learned, some of the greatest lessons I think that I've learned have had to do with. Um, job description and management so one of the things that I had to do early on in setting these folks up to do work was to train them how to do it and the way that I trained them how to do it was to create videos on what I was doing and they went and created uh, they they would have the staff watch the videos and then they would create what they called job aids which is a word document with screenshots and descriptions of what to do so first you get the video you watch the video you learn how to do it and then you get this guide of step-by-step process reminding you of how to do it so I thought that was supremely valuable yeah well I mean it's it's a skill that you can take on to future trainings right so it's 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 something that let's say for example as we start to add more staff rather than trying to one-on-one train every single person mm-hmm. now we have a way of creating something that is more automated so that they learn a general process um at you know using some sort of system whether it's video or 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 pdf or whatever but then after that they have the support right there in the office so mm-hmm. you as a manager are not necessarily hand holding them all the way through from the beginning to the end but you're there supporting them once they've seen it they understand it and now you can clarify questions as they go along and it's a little easier than having you know uh just just the manual you're right there right in the, right next to them being able to answer questions or Corey or anybody else angelica or whatever um anybody in the office can help answer those questions yep yep so what what else what about okay so answering the phones not a good idea probably not a good idea if they are so far especially if you're a small business if you're a small business customers expect more of a local localized response and we are a small business so for us to be having somebody uh, overseas answering the phone it's it's impersonal and so that's definitely something that um, that that was a big 
stepped in doo-doo maybe a little bit. All right, let me ask you the the question that I always ask at a meeting. Based on what we spent, which is about three grand a month for mm-hmm. the last for the last eight months, eight so twenty four thousand dollars. So, take? was it worth twenty four thousand dollars? Hmm. I think that's the, the you know the funny thing is um, that's actually the case that they are going to try to make today. Now, if you're asking me, is it worth twenty four thousand dollars? Cause I, I'm I'm not convinced that it is. I mean, my my hesitation should be enough of an answer. Yeah. Well, right. Well, well, here's what it comes down to, and and for the listeners out there, uh, whenever you're working with with anybody in a business, like we we've partnered up with people who are who are smarter than us, especially in different areas of business, because we want to make sure that our business grows. But when we make a decision like this, when we make a decision, and and here's the the honest truth, is James pitched the using the staffing company to help grow what we were going to do. And it was, it was, it was at the point in our company where we were deciding where we're ready to grow. We're ready to add these positions. How do we best move forward? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. And so this was the uh, the option. And so we, we tried it, right. We gave it a shot and we gave it, you know, a hundred percent shot that we wanted to. Mm-hmm. And now we're at the point where we're assessing the, the result. Right. Right. And in any business, in any business that you're in, you're going to try things and you're going to see how they work. Mm -hmm. Now, the biggest thing that that uh, the advice that I can give anybody is you're going to sit there with your partners in in the room and you're going to have to justify whether or not your decision was a good decision. Yep. And and. It's, it's funny because at that point, there's two things that can happen. One is you can take a very personal offense to your decision and just, you know, which I've done in the past. Yeah. I'm, I'm an, I react emotionally sometimes you do, you do, and, you, do. you know, but, uh, but, but what I want to make sure that at least our listeners understand is be weary of holding on to a project because it was your idea versus the results. Versus right? a good idea. V- versus a good idea. It's it's okay to try things and to implement, mm-hmm. but when you when we look at the results and we see the results may not match up with what we're doing, it's okay to change your mind, mm-hmm. right? It's not a personal attack on anybody. It's just a direction of the company we tried, and if it didn't work out, or maybe bits and pieces of it did, right? We did get things out of it. Mm-hmm. We there got are a lot of positive of things that came out of it. So, but let me let me put it this way. Um, uh, it, if you're asking me, and I did hesitate, you know, to, to answer the question, and uh, I think part of the reason is because I honestly haven't given it enough thought, uh, but as I sit here and think about it, $24,000 is not someone's full year salary. No, but it's a good right? chunk of change. It's a good chunk of change, for sure. Uh, we had two people working for us at all times. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a lot of turnover, granted, uh, but we had two people working for us at all times. We got to learn a new way of systemization. Uh, we got to learn how to implement different uh, trainings and and uh, and systems and how to teach people, you know, these different ways of doing things. Uh, the things that I've learned from working with this with this company uh, with Staff Boom have been very very valuable. Um, is it worth twenty four thousand dollars? Maybe because the next person that comes in is now going to have those pieces in place so that when we train them, the training 
time time is going to be cut way down like way down now if we had spent let's say uh the past eight months that we spent with staff boom Mm -hmm. we would have spent more than twenty four thousand dollars on an employee on an employee between payroll workers comp taxes taxes all all that stuff right how much do you think we would have spent in the last eight months? Thirty-six, maybe. Maybe yeah, somewhere around there. there. So, uh, so we would have spent, you know, twelve thousand more, and we would not have learned the structure and, uh, you know, systems that we learned from working with this company. This company gave us a lot of value through that, at the very least. There's a lot more. Um, that they've provided with the monthly reporting uh, that we look at, you know, every month. Uh, just being on the phone with them today, you know, they're they're prepping for for this meeting too. Um, in May, our two personnel. This was three months into our agreement, by the way. In May, uh, we were using uh, utilizing them at seventeen percent capacity, and this past month we were up to eighty four percent capacity. So that's a lot of growth. That's a lot of uh, usage that we've gotten from them. And now when we're talking about transitioning all of what they do to one person in-house, we're really talking about 150 hours worth of work that they've done to transfer that to one person and still hopefully uh, have enough time for that person to grow and learn even more than just the basic um data management things that they've been doing it's funny man and and that's and and for those of you who are you know intrigued about this stuff this is where the decisions have to be made right this is where we're deciding are we taking a new path are we going well obviously we're taking a new path but are we are we stepping away 100 percent? and and is this the best fit and and the truth of the matter is we don't actually know the answer to that Mm -hmm. this is still going to be yet another test Yet another avenue within what we're doing to try to achieve our ultimate goal, which is to provide our agents with the best support staff possible mm-hmm, so that mm-hmm. they can be as productive as possible mm-hmm. so that they can make earn enough revenue. You know, that that's the ultimate goal. We want to be able to provide that support. So every single time we make a choice like this, this is the conversations that we end up having in our in our meetings. You know, everybody's trying to justify the choices that they make. And yet we still want to make sure we we stay to our agenda and we focus our attention on where we want to go. Yep. Right? Every decision we make has to have our vision in mind, has to be in the in the benefit of our agents that are coming on board. We want a smooth onboarding process, we want a great servicing department to help support them and 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 having those things in place requires us to make these kind of decisions. And you know, and that's business. Right. We still maintained a profit throughout this time. We have. Could we have been more profitable? That's always what we're looking at. That's always what we're looking at. As business owners, that's what we're always looking at is to increase that bottom line. Because that's what it's all about. That is. Your your purpose in business is to be of service to others, but your business's purpose is to to make a profit. So you always have to make sure that that stays in line. You have to maintain your profitability as much as possible, right? And grow it as big as possible. And that's that's really what it comes down to. Uh, We know... We understand that if the agent is successful, if the agent makes a ton of money because they're doing a job correctly, they have a sales uh, presentation that they've mastered, they have a, uh, a calendar set, they have a schedule that they work with, they have leads that they're processing, they know actually what to do with them. If we can help them be successful, 
we're going to be very successful. That's the entire goal. That's I mean, that's how that's how you get rich. Help as many people reach their goals as you possibly can. And then we'll get ours. And we'll get ours. That's it. That's and that's why about. that's a big part of the reason why like it's so important for me that that part of my why where I'm helping others, empowering others to create wealth for today and generational wealth for tomorrow. It's like I'm helping you reach a goal that maybe you don't even realize that you have yet yet. But when it comes right down to it, we all want to leave something behind for our, our legacy. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's that's where I want to. That's what I want people to, to do. That's what I want to help people with. So yesterday, you know, having gone to that uh, exit exit strategy planning lunch mm-hmm. and learn like that was super powerful just uh looking at the different things so i mentioned it yesterday first identifying the value of your business uh second is protecting the value of your business third is uh uh building the value of your business and then i the fourth one was harvesting the value of your business and i now i can't remember what the fifth one is but i remembered the fourth one you got now. to four i got to four <laughs> i got to four um but i mean all of these things are are things that that uh, business owners should be thinking about is you know making sure that you have the pieces in place so that if you ever want to walk away from the business you can you can uh, the statistics that I was looking at is thirty uh, percent of all businesses only thirty percent make it to the second generation wow six I think it was like sixteen percent make it to the third generation. And something like 3% make it to the fourth. So as I'm sitting here thinking about it, uh, people can't see it right now, but over your shoulder there is a Mike Russ uh, Financial Training Center's uh, poster. And I started writing this down. Second generation, Jimmy. Third generation, Brian. Isaiah and Natasha. Oh, Brian? Isaiah and Natasha. Isaiah. Brian, 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 Brian is, third, is generation. third generation also then, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, who's the fourth? Right. We don't know. But I mean, looking at it that way, 30% make it to the second generation. All right. They made it to the second generation. Is it going to make it to the third? Is it going to make it to the fourth? Well, they got good systems in place. They definitely and that's, do. That's the that's crucial to, to the success yeah, of is. any business is having the systems in yep. place, right? Uh, you know, compiling a database, mm-hmm, being mm-hmm. able to sell to that database, bringing value to that database, increasing the database. It's really what it comes down to is those metrics. Do you have those metrics in place? Do you have that kind of information? Are you selling information to that to that di- database that makes sense? Are yep. you are you showing them that? So, you know, but, having, I mean, these, these are things absolutely true, you know, and it is going to make uh, the that business, Mike Russ, you know, something that I believe can be passed on generation to generation to generation. And, uh, you know, one of the things that, that they talked about really early on is if the business is ultra dependent on the business owner to operate, then it's not scalable and it's not sellable and it won't survive. It won't survive. Look, um, in class, I told you that the kids are building businesses, right? Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. so, the problem is it's school. So yeah, they might be happy about building a business. Yeah. They might be cool about making some money, but they're also really trying to focus on their grade. Mm -hmm. And so today we were talking about the corporate structure and writing out a business plan for these corporate structures. They already had their products approved and stuff like that. So, so, um, I had to explain to them that how much they make in this business is not going to be the measuring factor on whether or not they get an A 
for example, right? So if a, if a group has a great product and they got lucky with this great product and they make a lot of money, well, that's great because they get to split the profits. But if they skipped out on a lot of the building the business plan and building the business structure and putting the systems in place, then that grade is not going to be as good as the team that put the systems in place but didn't sell as much. Because what I really want to come across to them is, yeah, you might have gotten lucky and got a good product, but the but that business is solely dependent on you. You're going to make a good living as long as you're working, but as soon as you want to take a vacation, your paycheck is taking a vacation with you. Mm-hmm. And so I want to expose them to actually building a true business, not building a job, right? And so that's kind of when, when you're thinking about your, your business, whatever it is that you're working on right now, whether you're in real estate, insurance, whatever it is, are you, do you, are you building a system so that you can walk away and your paycheck doesn't walk away with you? If yep. you can build that, then you're doing the right things. If, that's it. You know, that's and, exactly and don't get me it. wrong. It's still going to require that you do a lot of stuff yourself. Absolutely. Especially when you're getting started. You are the 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 chief cook and bottle cleaner. You're you're the one doing everything. Yep. But how long is that sustainable? How how many years forward can you be doing that? If that if 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 you stick to that, you're only as good as your last sale, you're only as good as your last close. If you work progressively on your business, you're going to build a system where you're not dependent on that last sale. The system operates itself and you're making enough money. And sometimes, guess what? You risk $24,000 in nine months or eight months and you make a decision that maybe wasn't the best one, but you learn from it, you modify, you adapt, and you continue to move forward in the process. Modify and adapt. Modify and adapt. Modify and adapt. Right? I love it. All right. It's what we do. It's what we it's do. It's what we do as business owners. It's what, you know, it's what we've always done. Uh, one of my favorite things about stuff like, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, business plans mm-hmm. is that we call them living documents. You can change. Because they can always change. They alter. They because grow. They, they, they get They should better. change. They should. They're not. You know, yeah. goals always change. The more you start to make money, right, the more that things actually, they have to change. We always talk about, uh, or Bob has always talked about our two money problems, right? Yeah. Not enough money and too much money. When your business starts making too much money, that's a separate problem, and you have to have strategies to fix that. So, yeah. Well, it's like uh, I, I heard, a, I don't, again, I don't know who said this one, but they're like, if you, if you were given a million dollars, you better become a millionaire real quick or you're right? going to lose that million dollars. Right. And, yep. and what they're trying to say is the person who you are, if you are an individual who has only known how to spend money, given money, all you're going to do is accelerate the amount of money you spend. But unless you become the person who knows how to make money, to earn money, mm-hmm. given money, you will earn more money. It's the, the, the story of the prodigal son, right? First million is always the hardest. First too. million is always the hardest to make. So, you know, if, if you got lucky and won the lotto, that's why lotto winners three and a half years later broke. Mm-hmm. Broke. NFL players, pro broke. athletes, three and a half, af- three and a half years after they got their mm-hmm. last paycheck, broke because they've never learned to earn. They've only known how to spend. Yep. So, you know, just a little lessons for the day. We're getting ready to have our meeting, so hopefully you guys got a little bit out of it, get a glimpse into what we do on a regular basis, and yeah. more. This is a more real show because we're very. Uh, raw with what we're doing so yeah. if you guys ever have any questions especially when it comes to insurance hashtag hit james up. ask the bros 
884-0045 or james yeah, at csfirst.com. All your pipeline insurance needs. We're putting these systems in place so we can help you add insurance into your business. That's the best way to make more money is to add another income stream. So if you're interested in adding insurance into your business, 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. Uh, dronequote.net forward slash business bros is where to go for your solar needs. Stop shopping solar the old-fashioned way. Jump on board. Do it the right way. It's easy. Don't let people walk all over your roof, destroy your tiles or anything like that. Have Dronequote help you out. Dronequote.net forward slash business bros for all your solar needs. And of course, if you guys got shoes, we need a hundred more pairs. 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. New shoes, you shoes, or if you want to donate cash, that's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye-bye. And we're out. Spread that positivity, ladies and gents. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at csfirst.com right now or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.